Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> How's your jubbies? Are you freezing this morning? My jubbies are a little better better than yesterday. Yeah, we're having a heat wave. It's 35. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> drive. A little, the, the streets are kind of shiny. Yeah, they know, are. But it was, you just got to take it easy. Well, we still have 1604 and 281 closed down on the big <sighs> high flyovers. That's right. I think it's like taking off in a jet when you hit that thing, by the way. You go straight up in the air and you're looking down. It's a long way down from there, so I can understand why it's closed. This well, yeah, yeah. But it's a whole lot better than yesterday, and it's going to get better as the day goes on. We're going to have a heat wave today of 46. <laughs> Grab the Hawaiian Tropic, give it a sniff, and head outside. You ever right. smell Hawaiian Tropic? I love that smell. That man? Awesome, I, grew, man? I heard you talking about that years ago. <laughs> we were talking when we first started the show. We were talking about a smell that reminds you of, of, of childhood. Oh, yeah, baby. And yeah, mm-hmm. suntan lotion always meant, meant good times. Yeah, coconut smell from yeah. that Hawaiian tropic. Because you knew you was either at a pool or yeah, you, you were, was on the beach. Yeah, you were at Alamo Heights swimming pool. You were showing off for the girls is what you were doing, and they were all <laughs> looking at you. They're Don with his arms up in the air. Well, they didn't quite look at me. <laughs> I was a, <laughs> yeah, they did. I was they a just, little guy. They just weren't as obvious about it. <laughs> So uh, why don't you kick me open with something here, man? Well, Talk something my I, let, way. Well, let's just pick it up with Rehoboth Beach. You want I to? Mean, okay. uh, oddly, they didn't find anything. Ah, you're right. I, you oddly. Know. <laughs> well, what you said when you came in now, I, I agree with that. You know, that they should have, what did you say? They should have left well, a couple of They should have had at least a few to make a show of it. Like, <laughs> oh, we caught a... Got a few classified documents in the kitchen, but it's no big deal. <laughs> Just so it's not so freaking obvious. Right. It is pretty if obvious. If he had stuff in his garage in Wilmington, damn Skippy, he had stuff in the Beach, But man. It, they went out there and they burned it. Ugh. So they did have fires, and, you know, they had all, all the uh, attorneys and Jill and everybody. Right. They've been going out there for weeks. This is the most foobar thing you've ever seen in your life. I mean, this is, and it's it's the way the swamp operates. This is what they do. Well, but and, uh, you look at little wee Geraldo, and he kind of oh, represents God. Oh, God. where all the liberal morons are, and they're just defending, defending, defending. Tell everybody oh, what Trump he said yesterday. Trump did worse and all. I don't remember specifically what he said. I just kind of heard him chirping he off said, the he background. Said, he said it's a Fake, cons- uh, a fake, cons- uh, not not a conspiracy, but a f- but a fake. Um, pro- it's, it's not real. It's not it's, right. It's, right. It's, it's, you know. He's been saying that for a while. It's not. Yeah. This is not real, and this is you know this is a scam. And it's like Geraldo. The the all the evidence is right in front of, of you. Of course it is. We're we're looking at emails with Hunter and his assistants. We're, we've seen other emails, as you pointed fake out. Controversy. Well, fake, fake That's controversy. That's what it was. Fake. Con- you're yeah. right. But as you pointed out, you know, several weeks ago, you have emails that look like he cut and paste from classified in documents. I mean, so the guy can't put together a sentence and have it make sense. And all of a sudden, he's talking in this legalese. <laughs> and I he's mean, got all his knowledge about Russian knowledge. oligarchs. <laughs> Geraldo, they, they, they had crap in an in a, in a, in a office yeah. Yeah. that was called a think tank. Right. 
Uh, you got two semi trucks worth of stuff at the U of D, and nothing's going to happen. You're not going to see that. They haven't touched one and of I those. I bet you that's the really bad stuff. You too. know it is. So you know it. Well, you, you know what they think, and this is the again whisper campaign up in in Washington. Uh, there might be some information there about uh, sexual uh, assault uh, things that right. people have said about Joe Biden. Remember, women, uh, at least one woman, has made an allegation about that. Well, so, look at the sun and you'll see a reflection right. of the dad. Exactly I mean, that's, right. That's, <laughs> Apple don't fall far no, now, no, do it. No, no, You know, my yeah. dad was a drinker. And, eh, yeah. So, you know, right. I'm just saying, he, he, he didn't, Hunter didn't grow up in a vacuum yep, nope. and turn out to be the corrupt creep he is. Unless he was inspired by somebody else, and I think there was, I think he and I were working. He and uh, uh, Hunter were working in tandem. Oh yeah, much well, more, no. than we, more like a unit than we realized. Joe is the big guy. Right. He sits on top of the Biden crime fam- family, right. and he opens the doors, and then he has his little general, just like any other mafioso. Right. Have a little, the, the big guys on top, and all the little generals go out and do the bidding of the big guy. That's exactly how they set this thing up. Well, and if you look at their relationship, oh yeah, now. I think it's observably true that they do have a very tight relationship. They're very close. And I believe that it's because they've been working together on this sort of stuff, whether it's the money stuff, the sex stuff, whatever it is, I think they have been a a, a real partnership in that regard, much more so than his brother, I I think. I agree. And I don't know if it's a a real deal or if it's one of convenience because hey, I know this about you, and you know this about me. I don't know. I don't know them w- at all, so th- right. there's no way to say whether it's a genuine deal or it's, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be your best bud because you know a lot about me. <laughs> you know? I, I, don't I don't know, know because they're, they're, they are very close. It seems you can that see way. it when they're together, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I have no well, idea. We, what it neither is. do I. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's all conjecture, right. but definitely, you know, th- this proves to my mind, and it should to everybody else's, beyond a shadow of a doubt, not only is your government corrupt big time and is weaponized against you banana republic uh but this is i believe i thought obama was the worst no. i thought clinton was the worst nope this is the worst this, this is, is the worst we've ever seen in the white house it does not get any any worse than what we're seeing happen here right and, and what then the reason i say that is you're talking about the secrets of our nation that have been trafficked in my view trafficked to other nations and corporations right. in order to enrich these particular people and now the hubris and the gall of of hunter biden to come out and now play the victim they've got the new thing that the attorneys put out yesterday i, I missed this okay. so, well, tell me about this so the attorneys put a deal out yesterday that hunter's attorneys look they, 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 yes, it was his laptop, okay? Remember now, you had 51 people from the intelligence community, James Clapper, John Brennan, right. Leon Panetta, those guys signed that letter, says it's Russian disinformation. <laughs> you had the FBI go to Facebook and Twitter. It's Russian disinformation. This is not, this is not a real laptop. It's right. Russian disinformation. Right. Now, Hunter's folks are saying, okay, it's real, and the stuff on there is real, but it was illegally obtained, and Hunter is the victim, no. and these guys need to go to jail. No. So let me just clear this up. <clears throat> when he took it in on crack or whatever, he signed a piece of paper that said the owner of that shop can get into the hard drive. He had to be able to have access so he could fix it. Right? That was the point. That's right. And then the other piece of paper 
says <clears throat> if you leave this here beyond 90 days, it's no longer yours. It it's doesn't, like throwing it's, something away in the garbage. You it. abandon it. It's not yours anymore. Right. And so that's what he signed, and he left it there for 90 days. Then this guy's in there doing the work on it, and he sees all of this crap that Hunter's ah. doing right? and how he's trading on his dad's name and selling influence and all that. So he calls the FBI. FBI is not interested. They don't respond. They don't come out right. until he turns it over to Rudy Giuliani. Then the FBI shows up, that's a year later, takes it away from the shop owner and tells him on the way out. Now, people who talk about these things don't fare well. Yeah, pretty spooky stuff. And, uh, you know, kind of hard to lay down the victim card also with the sex stuff, with the, where you see him threat, you know, basically uh, strong arming an assistant into sex stuff or she won't get paid. You know, I mean, that's pretty much what he did. That is exactly it, yeah. So, you know, don't don't give me this victim crap. Well, <laughs> he's hardly a victim of it. He's a victim of his own narcissism and drug addiction. That's what he's a victim yeah, of. He's a, he's a crack hood, <clears throat> hooker, chasing con man. That's yeah. all he is, <clears throat> and that's how he should be treated. He's not a victim. All right, mm-hmm. quick break. More Warren Rima coming up next here on KTSA. BG products are great for your vehicle, so we're in that cold patch. We had several days here where it never moved off of freezing. It was right around the freezing temperature. That's tough on the engine because when you start it up first thing in the morning or in the afternoon when you start it up, you're going to be metal to metal. All that oil, it thickens up as it sits down the bottom of the pan. So you want to make sure you got BG products inside the engine because those meld themselves with the metal inside it. And that way you always have great lubrication inside the engine. Same is true if you want to increase the performance and the mileage They can uh, when you have it uh, installed. Uh, they can clean out the entire fuel system, which, which gives you great fuel mileage. Now, this is not something you buy off the store. What you do is when you have your oil changed, just ask the guy, you know, when you pull up and they go, okay, what do you want and what kind of oil do you want and all that kind of stuff. Just say, add the BG to it. All shops around here have it anyway. BG, find a shop.com. Sun and clouds today, about 46 later on this afternoon. After we get through occasional drizzle and cool temperatures again this morning, it's going to brighten up a little bit. Sunny tomorrow, though, great day, 58 to 60. And sunny again on Saturday, about 62. Right now, it's 35 at KTSA. Good morning. Online at KTSA.com. So something I talked about on the 5 to 7 this morning, I, I wanted to bring up with you and get sure. your thoughts on. Do you mind? No, of course not. All right. So uh, anyway, 720, we're wearing Rhyme at KTSA, uh, is uh, out in Los Angeles. And I, I tie this all together with the crime situation. Out in Los Angeles, students are now being uh, told to carry Narcan right. in their pockets. Right, right. Not locked up with the school nurse, you know, not 911 and EMS will be there to administer it. No, it's so bad that, and we're talking about fentanyl poisoning, 92% of the ODs in Los Angeles are fentanyl. And we're talking about kids. Uh, Of course, we know that they have captured enough fentanyl, they've captured enough fentanyl to kill every single human in America. Mm. That, of course, a lot of it's getting away. That's just what they captured. <laughs> Can you right, imagine right. the numbers that's out there? So anyway, they, in the school district <clears throat> in Los Angeles, carry Narcan. So that if you or somebody in the classroom, ODs, get a hit of Narcan and come back. Um, here in San Antonio, <laughs> we have this, this new yeah. crime, you know, uh, UTSA criminologist Michael Smith and right. uh, all this. Thing, and they pitched this plan to San Antonio yesterday, uh, city council, about how to fight crime here. And I've just this morning been mentioning one. I think they got three different proposals. Don's been talking about the news. But one of them includes, like, parking um, 
a police cruiser with the with the police officer there and turning the lights on in the neighborhood, like on a corner, and just right? sitting there for just a while, sitting, sitting there for about ten minutes, and then turn the lights off and driving driving away, just to make the bad guys go back in the rocks, hide away. Well, they're going to come right back out of the shadows the minute I they drive off, right? I was kind of thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll it, get the pattern down fairly quickly, right? But here's the point, and you and I have talked about this before, and I, I just want to make the point again and tie it all together here. Um, when Ron Nirenberg, who's running for re-election, mm. went to the BLM movement thing and raised his fist at the city council, made all the others except for Clayton Perry raise their fist in the whole, we're going to defund the police thing. And all across America, it was about defunding the police, and then they realized, uh-oh, that's not a good idea because that's not what the citizens want. The citizens do not want mm. the police defunded. So what they did was they took a different tact, and that is make it so untenable to be a police officer that people just will not sign up, and the people that are in policing will quit. To the point now, in New York, last year... They had 3,701 members of New York PD quit and not be replaced. There are about 4,000 cops less in New York uh, PD than there was this time last year. Wow. So that's how they're defunding the police. They have actual police departments in America that are closing down because they don't have anybody. And we've got the same situation here in San Antonio. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there, there used to be a thing uh, that obviously it probably doesn't go on as much now any, anymore with, with some of the laws, but uh used to be like uh, in certain places you go work, if they want to get rid of you, they just make the job suck so yes. bad that you would quit. That's it. You can't do that anymore because right. you, you can go down to HR. But that's what it's like. But you can make it so, 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 suck so, so bad that nobody uh, wants to come in and sign up. Why would you want to be a cop right now? Most of these liberal cities, they don't have your back, like this GD city. Right. Uh, you know, they don't have your back. They're, they're, you're bringing people in, risking your life bringing people in, and they let them go within hours. You know, uh, uh, why you, you have a target on your back. A lot of these liberal cities have just what we're going to have, this justice, whatever the hell, where you, you have civilians who are looking over every move you make and every choice you make. You got it. People with no law enforcement experience whatsoever, right? And you got, and so now, what do you have to do? There's an extra consideration when a cop is in a situation now, right? You've got extra considerations now. It's kind of like what happened with our military when they'd be embedded with a journalist. You'd have to think about that. Now, a cop these days, if they draw or if they have to get physical with somebody, they got to double think. Well, am I going to get fired let's, or charged with a crime? Let's camp out on that for just a second. Yeah, now, just a second. Let's sure. camp out on that thought. Because that's the last thing in the world you, you need to be doing as a cop. Yeah. You have to be highly trained and then react. That's what you, you have to seconds, do. seconds, baby, seconds. Maybe one. Yeah. Uh, you don't have time in the back of your brain to be thinking, man, they're going to call me up before yeah. the board. They're going to take my commission away. They're going to lock me up. You know, Then that's going on. They're locking up officers, right? Right, so, right. I mean, you don't have time to be thinking about that stuff. So who wants to put themselves in the middle of that? And the correlation to what happened prior in the Obama years, prior to Donald Trump, when we were fighting ISIS, one of the reasons, and ask anybody who was fighting them, one of the reasons we never made any headway under Obama was if you had a high-value target in sight and you could pull the trigger and kill that person, you know, right, a, ter right. a terrorist. You have the opportunity. You had to call the base. <sighs> you had to call Florida. Hey, I've got him. I see him. Can I kill him? And most times Florida would say, 
No, that's where sitcom was. No, you, you, no, 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 you may not. You may not. Donald Trump, when he came in, he said, kill him. And, and you, <laughs> you know get what? A shot, kill him. Don't call me. Right. Just do your job. <laughs> Just do well, it. look what happened. ISIS right. was gone in less than two years. They didn't exist anymore. Well, I think they're probably back now. Uh, <laughs> well, I know. But well, during the Trump but years. during the Trump years, because they knew he'd grease them. And, and, and he allowed our right. guys. He allowed our guys yeah. to do their job without them being worried about their job. Do your job. But but see, with law enforcement, yeah, they the the the, the architects of this whole thing, whatever this thing is, they want crime in the streets. They want chaos in the streets. And they they got want it. targets on the cops. And they got it. They don't like p- local PDs. No, they don't. The man don't like local PDs because he can't really control them that much. So they, you're, I think you're right. They want a federal police force. Oh, yeah, they, they want, want to, to replace every off. PD in America yep. with a, a federal police force Absolutely. that they can control. That's what they want. And if they'll weaponize the FBI and the IRS and the DOJ against you and I, That's don't why. think for a second they won't weaponize a federal police force against you. Absolutely right. They take away all discretion, police discretion, and they turn it over to the federales. Right. The federales are in charge, and they decide what happens to whom and that's that is ba- that's bad street right there mm-hmm. to be living on man that's bad times yeah. when they make a decision this is how people are going to live and what you're going to do we make that decision a centralized place in, in washington that is the ultimate goal and that's the plan they're walking to but here's my question and where i always come back to is that the place that you want yeah. your children to grow up in and 87 <laughs> percent of voters in bear county and san antonio don't turn out to vote and ron nirenberg is up for re-election and he brought this to you yeah you did you are here because of the leadership of this city and he's the leader he said it was his own gd city so toss him out on his ass get rid of him well you know i'd like to see yeah yeah. we we just classically have such a crummy voter turnout that this is what you get time and time again nuremberg follows the plan point by point by point that is dictated to him by the democratic party and the federal government and you and I both know, that we're, we suspect, this is our thoughts because we both interacted with him, that really what it's all about is uh, a stepping stone in his mind to getting inside the beltway. You know, and I, first off, I think he's tragically wrong about that. But secondly, uh, he's ruining the city in, 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 the, uh, in the meantime. Yep. It really That's is. What I think. Taking it through the gutter. All right, quick break. More Wear and Rhyme coming up. i got to tell you about Stevens Roofing and the great job that they do for people in our community, whether it's right here in San Antonio or right outside of San Antonio. Stevens Roofing responds in a hurry, and we just had all this uh, ice, and you see what it did to the limbs on trees. We got limbs down. We got trees down all in the area. Well, that is proof of what it does to your roof. It's tough on your roof, too. When you get ice up there, it's heavy. Ice is real heavy. And so you could have some roof damage and not even know it until the next time we get some serious rainfall. So now is the time to get one of their free inspections from Stevens Roofing. It's real simple. You just call them at 210-785-0994 and schedule your free inspection. They're not going to charge you for it, and they're not out there to try to force you to do anything. If you don't need any work, then that's what they're going to tell you. But at least you'll have the peace of mind of knowing that somebody who knows what they're doing put their eyes on your roof, and they've cleared you. Or if you need uh, work or a whole new roof, they'll talk with you about that and work with your insurance company, too. That's Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. That song means more now than ever before. Well, yeah, we're, yeah. we're kind of living it. Man. We are there. <laughs> you know, another brick in the wall. We're just indoctrinating kids. 
We could talk a little bit about that this morning. What's going on? We got some tranny stuff that's going on. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> a day without tranny stuff is like a day without sunshine. It's true. And I, and I've got some AI stuff I want to talk about. Okay. Maybe next hour or something sure. like that. I, I want to because it's it's just fascinating me. And Candace Owens, you know who she is. Oh yeah, yeah. She uh, did her show yesterday on a. She had a segment on there on AI. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting stuff. So we'll get into that a little bit. Sure. Well, just briefly, I know yeah. you touched on this earlier. I, first off, I I I, fairly, I I pretty much believe that a guy like Bernie Sanders, <laughs> like his moment, don't you feel like his moment's kind of gone? <laughs> oh, you yes. know what I mean? I'm sorry to laugh so hard, but it's re- this this story is just laughable. <laughs> He's on a book tour, and he has a book. It's okay to be angry about capitalism, right? Because from his perspective, even though he's filthy, stinking rich, capitalism sucks. It's the root of all evil in the world. Racism, all that stuff. He's got, he's he's a multimillionaire with three homes. With three homes, but capitalism sucks. And he he's getting grilled right or uh, pulled over the griddle right now by a lot of people because he's 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 on his book tour. He's charging people damn near a hundred dollars. To go see, get a, you know, get their freaking book signed and yeah. listen to them ramble about ca- how awful capitalism is. Now, usually when these guys do a book tour, they invite people to come and they don't charge them because they want you, you there. You're going to buy books. Yeah. I, I've done it myself. Yeah. You want people to buy your so book. You in. don't charge them for it. So he char- he's, he, he's it, the book is all about how to hate capitalism. Right. He's one of the most recognizable anti-capitalist faces on the planet, yeah. no doubt. Oh, yeah. He's positioned himself that way. He always rails against the rich, even though he's a multi multi-millionaire with three homes and let this sink in he's charging them 95 dollars a ticket to come see him bash capitalism well think it's, about it's, that it's it's, it's and dana perina dana perino nailed it as usual and she said on the on the five uh sanders is a walking advertisement for why the left is full of crap well they are and that's exactly it they are full of crap you know uh uh i he, look at what Bernie Sanders act. If you if you kind of take a few steps back, Bernie Sanders is everything a good liberal should hate. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He's an old establishment white, white guy, guy who is corrupt as hell mm-hmm. and has been enriching himself off of uh, off of his place in government for a long, long time. Again, he is everything they should despise. Yeah, but he's a, he's a good they faker. Claim they, but he's one of them, yeah. so it's okay. He, he's, a, he's a member of the swamp, and he's a good faker. But is he, Which is what they do. I but, mean, look at them. They but, all do it. Oh, oh, they all yeah, fake. They're, they're all full of crap. Yeah. So, the, the hypocrisy, I've said, but hypocrisy is their policy. Right. So, you know, and, and it's true of Repu- some Republicans as well. Oh, so, oh you know, absolutely. They, they, they both, both sides play this, this game. Here's Cornyn, you know. Oh, God. And he files this what deal. What to that guy? Yeah. He, he, he files this deal. He, he stands all over the Second Amendment after Uvalde. You know? Right. We're going to do this. We're going to pass that. And he headed up that committee after Uvalde. And stood, you know, to me, if you stand one inch on the Second Amendment, I'm done with you. Right. Okay? Me too. It's inviolable. Right. And so, anyway, he uh, now has a new deal. Well, no, we want reciprocity among the states. If you have a concealed carry permit, it ought to be like a driver's license, and you use it. You know, any of all fifty states, you ought to be able to use your license. So, I should be able to go to Colorado, or I should be able to go to Tennessee, or use my permit in any of those cities. Well. <laughs> First of all, he's trying to claw back some of what he's lost with yeah, the two A yeah. community and Americans by you know you know filing this. But secondly, um, I have reciprocity. It's called a Second Amendment. Right. My reciprocity is the Second Amendment shall not be 
infringed. Right. So there you go. And so he, he, it's obvious what he's doing. And back to the swamp and the Bernie Sanders thing. These people are disingenuous. He's all. He's just trying to get you, get you back. He pissed off a lot of people. Sorry, but he pissed off a lot of people. Well, he did, and you're right. He's trying to get some of the glory days back uh, yeah. when he was an actual human being. And and I and I and Chuck uh, Chip Roy is probably sucking all the air out of his lungs too, in a sense, because you know, Cornyn. It, well, think about it. For a long time, I've been here 12 years now. For a long time, Cornyn was kind of the face of oh sure Texas politics yeah. next to the governor and all that. And, and now it's Chip, which I'm glad for because I well, think Chip is a bad and Ted Cruz. Ted's been put Ted was on great uh, stuff. was it Tucker last or Hannity? Hannity. He was on Hannity. Hannity. Did the first 15 minutes with Hannity. Yeah, it was great. And Cruz has really come into his own since the uh, since the Trump thing. And uh, and I think Cornyn's kind of feeling the heat, so he's trying to shine up his resume a little with folks like you and folks like me, but it ain't going to work. No, it's not going to work for me. <laughs> you, you get one chance, and if you stand on any of those rights right. one time, I've lost it with you. Right. And so Ted was on, all right, he was he was on last night, Senator Cruz, with, with Sean Hannity, and he's talking a lot about Tucker, I mean, a, yeah. a lot about Hunter, right. and what's going on there, the the document scandal and all that. Uh, but as I told you a few days ago, told everybody a few days ago, he has filed this deal for term limits. And Don's talking about that in the news today. Right. And I think that's awesome. I, let, let's have term yes. limits in the House and Senate and get rid of them. You want to talk, you want to talk about, because people always ask us, you know, uh, what do you, what do I do? What do we do? What do we do to fix this? I think one of the, it's not a, a catch-all solution, but one of the best things we do is term limits so they know the gig doesn't go on forever. You're going to get a better class of people, and I hate to say it, but you're going to get a better class of people in government if they know it's not going to be a career. It's it, so you're going to get people who want to do something, right? Yep. Just like in the old days with the founding fathers, that's who they were. They left the farm like George Washington did their time in government, went the hell back home. Okay, we get that ethic back. And you'll get a much better class of people in our government. I think it's 100% right. Oh, yeah. And, and and you have to do something with the swamp. That's the people that are under the waterline that are running this government. Right. That's why a lot of stuff never changes. The faces will change in D.C., new president every four years or whatever. And then nothing really ever changes because you've got people at the FBI and the CIA and other places that are running the show below the waterline. And that's where you got to bust up stuff. You really oh, yeah. got to get somebody like a Trump sure. who will go in and just literally pick these th- these agencies apart. Well, it, it, because you know what's going on is we basically have an army of unelected bureaucrats exactly who are actually running the country. They really are. And they do it through regulation. They pass mm-hmm. these, you know, they send these regulations out to you. Like the ATF, Matt Gates is trying to bust up the ATF. There's no reason to have them. Right. There's no That's reason they, to have what them. What is their purpose? And so he's trying to bust them up because they're doing silly stuff like this, <clears throat> this brace and everything else that they're doing that's oh, anti-Second Amendment. Right. Well, that's what we need. We need more Matt Gates gates out there to bust these agencies up yeah, you, you 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 it's like having a house that's been infested with cockroaches it's you, awful. you you gotta fumigate man yep <laughs> hey i want to tell you about river city oral surgery if you are a family member needs your wisdom teeth removed see uh, my friend and our friend dr mark Avercorn, we all talk about him at river city oral surgery now he is an oral surgeon and a medical doctor and he has years and years of experience as a direct care practice, you don't need a referral. His prices are listed right on his website, rivercityoms.com, so you know exactly what you're going to pay before you ever walk in the front door, before you ever make your appointment. For example, Dr. Havercorn will remove your four wisdom teeth for only $1,200, and that includes the exam, the x-ray, and IV sedation. Plus, 
If you file a claim with your insurance, your out-of-pocket just might be even lower. And at River City Oral Surgery, Dr. Havercorn has built a practice dedicated to high-end oral surgery in his beautiful modern office while keeping his prices low. Sounds impossible, but he's been making it work for years. So if your kids need wisdom teeth removed or you do, get in touch with them. Schedule now. Just go to rivercityoms.com or call 210-778-0002. My name is Kelly. I want to tell you about Dr. Jacob Tor- 750. Yes, it is. I'm afraid he's Sean, and there's a little bit of ice still hanging on out there in a few spots. Yeah. Got a couple of these flyovers and stuff like that that are still shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, traffic seems pretty light, though. Most people have decided, nah, you know, I'm not going to mess around with this anymore. I think all the schools pretty much are back in, except for those up in the Hill Country. So yeah. check with yeah. the school district and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we're, we're moving beyond this, and the temperature goes up from here, and it looks like a fantastic weekend. We've so. survived the great blizzard of uh, of 2023. Yeah, I, I was hearing our overnight guys, they're in Dallas, and it was snowing in Dallas last night overnight. Oh, wow. So they were talking about that. So if you're flying through DFW or Love, you might want right, to check right. ahead. And and the, the roads are still a little slick today. Yeah, so they if are. You're, if, you're, if you are going somewhere going to work, you do want to be careful. Yeah, a little slick. Absolutely. It's uh, February 2nd. Yes, sir, it is. We all know it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, the big rat saw his uh, shadow. Did the so rat see his... No, uh, he did not, so did that not means six, six more weeks of winter. I want to do like an asp day where we, you know, you, you, if the asp bites you, it means six more weeks of winter. Now, are you talking about a snake or the little bug? The snake. Okay. Because we have, we, we have actually an armadillo here that does the same thing. I know that, yeah. yeah. The armadillo day. Well, but, because it's Texas, yeah. and that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Did the armadillo? I guess that's that's it's a new twelve thirty okay. day. Twelve thirty. Well, they, you don't want to lose the armadillo in the uh, shadow of the of the ground. No, gobbler's knob. Yeah, um, it's also where? gobbler's knob. That's Pennsylvania. where that happens, right? Yeah, gobbler's knob. So these guys are. It's it's in the morning and they're drunk and they're messing around with a. <laughs> Mess- they are. They're drunk. Well, you know, it's, it's like the, the cowboy breakfast. The top hats, they yeah. start hissing as soon as they wake. Really, it, it's like it's kind of like the cowboy breakfast here. That's what that's their yeah. cowboy breakfast, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so all these guys are smashed in these top hats <laughs> at Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob with with a beaver. With a beaver. They're pulling a beaver out of a tree, a tree stump. Uh, right. Am I wrong? No, they're, they're pulling a beaver out of a tree stump. Well, that's what a ground at a place called big... Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> You, you are wrong. <laughs> what do you How mean? am I wrong? Because it's not, it's, it's not a beaver. What is it? It just ain't got the tail. Well, yeah, that would, and it doesn't eat wood like a beaver. So what? Build a, doesn't eat wood. But it's the same family. It just didn't. It didn't progress enough. I can't call it a nutria because it's a groundhog. <laughs> oh my god! It's, this is it's all a beaver. so wrong. It's a, it got big teeth. It munches. It, it, it eats it, wood. It does it eat eats wood. wood. Um. <laughs> At Gobbler's Knob. Wait a minute. There, there my thing's working again. It wasn't working. I just feel like I need a, a shower all of a sudden. Uh, let's see. It's all, That's just the first one. It's also Tater Tot Day. Oh, man. You like Tater Tot? Well, it depends on where they come from. I like Sonic's Tater Tot. Those are good. I, I don't like tater tots that are mushy no i don't know i don't like no mushy tater i gotta tell tots. you something when you get breakfast over at waterburger uh-huh they got long ones and they're like tater tots long tots that's it they're long, they long tot. tots you get a long tot when you go to waterburger Don morgan you ever have a long tot i like them uh it's also <laughs> heavenly hash day heavenly hash day i'm not getting Is that, that illegal well, I've never had hash that was heavenly. Okay. I've had some pretty wicked hash. Yeah, but that's what I hear. 
Pretty heavy hash. Um, also, uh, it's self renewal day. Okay, so I'm going home. So I, I need some. How I need do some you wellness do that? time. Huh? What do you do? I have no idea. Okay, I have no idea. So that must be Bible time or something to well, renew yourself. Renew. I'm kind of looking at next week, like I'm resetting. You know, you, oh, okay. you kind of starting over and I got you know, all you. that. It's also sled dog day. All right. So mush go. <laughs> <laughs> Mush through Gobbler's Knob. Oh, my. With God. the beaver. Oh, stop. The beaver that eats wood. Well, do we want to keep this job? <laughs> you know, this gobbler's Knob. This is stuff that gets you a raise. I'm just, well, yes, you're right. Uh, thank I'm you. just saying that's the actual name of the damn that's, town. That's right. There's also an Intercourse PA. Did you know that? Have you ever driven through Intercourse, Pennsylvania? Never been there. I Don have. Morgan, he knows about this. Hold Inter- on. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. I happen to know a travel That's agent. That's an actual place. I happen to know a travel agent. I'm going to have her book me a trip. <laughs> you see how that goes. <laughs> I, I've, not, I've driven through Intercourse, Pennsylvania, but I've, I've never run, stayed there. Never yeah. been through there. No. Time to go. Gobbler's Knob. Mm. Uh, so that's. Uh, I, I got a feeling I'm going to hear that all day today. <laughs> it's just. I'll be I'm I'm sorry, hear that but on the I mean, way home. If I'm the town fathers, I'm like. Let's consider a name change. Yeah. I mean, they can at this point. Isn't there a Hell, Pennsylvania? There's well? a yes, Hell, there Pennsylvania. There sure There's is. an Intercourse, Pennsylvania. What, what were these people doing? <laughs> well, were they all drunk when is, they named their this towns? This is Pennsylvania Dutch country. So <laughs> yeah. once you get out of Philly and Pittsburgh, right. Pennsylvania is really boring. Yeah. It's really pretty, yeah. but it's really boring and weird. So they Very have to come up with some unusual name. They got yeah. That's the only yeah. joy hey, they have. Listen, is we the got weird Yoakum. named. Right. We got Yoakum. Yeah, right. but can you imagine the you know the team mascot for Intercourse High School? I mean, uh, <laughs> don't know the possibilities are endless. So. <laughs> Here comes Kenny Condom out of the uh, field. Our mascot, um, like Henry the Puffy Talker. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm just saying. You know, could you imagine growing up there? Are you are you of the are you of the gobbler knob rhymes? Oh god! <laughs> Just saying, man. Oh man! What? No, I'm from hell. Yeah, hell, Pennsylvania. Go to hell. You put that on Pennsylvania. your. You put that on your driver's license. Where are you from? I'm from hell. I'm from hell. I always suspected as much. So uh, that's the days. Possibly the last I, time we'll ever do I, this. I right. think we lost the day somewhere in all that mess. <laughs> what a doofus. Yeah. Well, how do you get around? <laughs> I'm sorry, but how do you get by Groundhog Day and, and say Gobbler's Knob, yeah. Pennsylvania, without... Well, it's just Pennsylvania. Cracking up a little. It's just time. Pennsylvania. And who, 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 by the way, you had to be drunk to come up with that concept anyway. What, got, You're going to pull an oversized rat out of a piece of wood. Oh, came up with that? Right, and decide, oh, a bunch of drunks. Why? That's well, what yes. I'm talking about. Yeah, you had to be drunk. very little else to do in Pennsylvania. Hey, I, grew, right. I grew up in the Northeast. There's not much else to do this time there of year. There isn't. Exactly. No. Right. Exactly. Let's go see what's under a, a big beaver's butt. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> see if it predicts anything. How did you? How did anybody come up with that? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what, you yeah. had to be drunk. People have a lot of freckles in Pennsylvania. I don't know if you ever noticed this. They're, I have they're not paid pale, Never Germa- been up there. Pale Germanic-looking oh, really? people. I've been Never through been to the, BA. I've been through there. Haven't stayed, though. I haven't right, hung out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pennsylvania is beautiful. On the way to Trenton, New Jersey for a race. Not so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Trenton's a whole different planet. Yeah, but sure Pennsylvania is. is beautiful. It's a great place to buy Amish uh, you know, jams and stuff. Yeah. yeah and those funky for, little you know, wood, you know. They're fake. not shy about their prices. Either. Those yeah. little fireplaces. <laughs> oh, no. Their furniture's great, but it's costly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that apricot will cost $20 English. Yeah. $20 English for the jam. So. Gobbler's knob. Uh. <laughs> It's going to be all day. This is going to happen all day. <laughs> no, so it's not. No, no, it's, it's not. not. No. I, I will turn Dave, microphones just, off. Just Dave until Ramsey. the boss gets here. Dave Ramsey ain't going to be making no Gobbler's Knob But Jack uh, might. Jack might. Yeah. You know, I've been out to Gobbler's Knob That's on a couple of <laughs> number of occasions. Uh, I was doing a show the there. The are delicious. Yes. But you get stuck behind one of those Amish people in those wagons, and yeah. you're there for days. And the next time we have, my next, my next rapping event is going to be in Gobbler's Nub. Come rap with we're, Jack. We're going to rap Gobbler's one present, because that's all we'll be able to manage with the Amish, because I, they're so slow-moving. I have to take a break. <laughs> i got to go. We're back in a minute. We're at Rhyme KTSA. Do you carry around a gratitude list or a hassle list? So here we have what is supposed to be and I believe it is, the world's premier criminal investigating agency, the FBI. <laughs> and I believe it is. I believe their tactics and the equipment that they have, <clears throat> their ability, their surveillance, everything else is probably the best in the world. Well, the Mossad might be, you know, on top of Mossad's them. Mossad's pretty much. Yeah, I, yeah. But, uh, but they're pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've come a long way. And the, the FBI knows how to conduct we can agree that the fbi knows how to conduct an investigation a proper investigation oh, sure yeah all yeah, no, right yeah um they also know that you do not wait for three months <laughs> once you announce that there's an investigation going on you know they don't wait for three months yeah and allow somebody to have access to the place where the crime or ev- criminal evidence might be at so Th- that's saying, I know I do, and I think you do too, crack pretty hard on the FBI. That's the FBI in the swamp, and I, I want to keep drawing that distinction because the men and women who are out here, the field agents, are busting their butts. They're busting their cans, and they're working hard. When I talk about the FBI, I talk about the swamp FBI in D.C., not these guys. I, I don't know. I, I mean, because we have listener Steve, who goes a regular caller, who you know has a different opinion that they're all part of the same organization. I, 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 I tend to agree with you that uh, probably the field agents are. Yeah. A different, well, there's a few bad apples everywhere. Different bunch of folks than what you're seeing in D.C. <laughs> right. I, I think that the field agents, and I know several of them, That's right. I, I've had family members that were, <clears throat> that were right. FBI, too. Good folks, working hard, trying to do their job. Right. Of course, you're going to have some bad apples, and of course, you're going to have some that are political partisans and all that. The swamp in D.C., clearly, with this, what's going on with this document thing, clearly, they are political partisans. Oh, yeah. And here's a prime example. This guy who Merrick Garland appointed, this Her guy, to be the... Right, you know, Robert Her. He was the right-hand man to two guys. Do you remember Rod Rosenstein? Oh, God, yes. Remember him? Yes. And do you remember, well, of course, you remember Christopher Ray? Yeah. So <laughs> He's right out of the swamp. This, guy, this Her guy's right out of the swamp. And no wonder the investigation is being carried out in this horrific way, this way that's going to give Joe Biden every way to, to skate. Of course they didn't find any documents at Rehoboth Beach yesterday, because in my view, they were taken care of weeks ahead of time. Uh, again, I, I think just to, for appearance's sake, they should have found right. a couple. It would have made it look You're a right. little better. Sure. 
But everybody's saying this. You know, we were saying it. You waited three months to get to Rehoboth. And Why weren't you there the same weekend you were in Wilmington? You got the agents. Right. You could have hit them both on the same day. They let Biden go to Rehoboth while they were in the house in, in Wilmington. Well, and his attorneys went to Rehoboth. And his attorneys. And so, so they were all in and out of there. They scrubbed it. And it was so cold that they had lit a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> well, yeah, they did. We, Probably, we, we all uh, that. What are we going to throw on this fire here? Right. Uh, how about some classified documents? Right. I need a little kindling to start this fire. <laughs> Look, there's paper here for kindling. That'll I can start it with that. That'll burn real nice. Right. But what the FBI apparently did walk out with was some notebooks. Now, I don't know. Who who knows what's in the notebooks? I will say this. If he, you know, he's got this defense going where he says, I didn't know the documents were there. I had no idea. I don't know how they got there. But if they have notebooks where he copied down information, that's intentionality right there. Well, and and by virtue of the fact that he copied them in notebooks, it it proves that his his claim that he didn't know about it is a lie. That's intentionality, right. Because how could he possibly have written the notes in the in, in the notebooks right. unless he had the documents to look look and, at? And why would he transfer that over otherwise than to make it where it wasn't classified anymore so it could be distributed? Right? I mean, well, you, if you take it off the classification and you put it in a notebook and you don't no don't sure. name it, don't you know don't moniker it as classified, then you can just pass it around because it's just information. Well, there are words on a page, and so if you exactly. just copy the words, the the the, the information hasn't changed. And I guess there's there's some money in them Dar Hills, right? So he's sure. probably copying out stuff that he wants to uh, uh, be able to, to market, to sell. I mean, I, I think that's really what's at play here. I think he's been making a lot of money off of this stuff. And Hunter has too. And, and every single... This is what gets me, okay? Every single American in this country should be upset by this. Every single one. To think that a now a sitting president, former vice president... And his scumbag, crack smoking son have been profiting, profiting off of uh, not only cla- allegedly classified information uh, and influence peddling. I mean, this is something, again, I, I kind of uh, go back to something I said earlier. This is something that should really upset every liberal because this is what they've been complaining but, about. But he's forever. their guy, though. But he's their guy, he's their so guy. it's okay. So it's fine. We'll look the other way as right. long as it's our guy. It's not a big deal at all. We don't care. To hell with the the, 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 you know, the overall plan of America and the integrity of our system and with the people who could be killed by this information being sure. put out there. Yeah, doesn't matter. You know, and he said that himself. Look, this is the kind of guy that you're dealing with, right? He's a narcissist. He's a pathological liar. I think he's a bit psychotic. I've followed Joe... His entire career that i've been alive and and when he said in september he was asked about this on 60 minutes concerning trump and he said i just don't understand how somebody could possibly compromise sources this way when he was talking about donald trump right. hell he knew at that time well yeah at that moment when he said that of course he, he had compromised sources himself and his son because now we have the emails where hunters out there sending the notes to alcoa saying hey i'll sell you this info for 55 grand 55 grand, 55 grand. And, right and you just copy it off the document and oh, say, yeah, here, here's you know, the info. Paste it into an email. What does Hunter know about Oleg Deripaska? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nothing. It's something Nothing. he found on a paper. Well, again, on you know, uh, right, right. Uh, uh, the fact that, well, and Trump derangement uh, syndrome is still in, 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 in full play because, again, even though I believe every liberal should be upset by this, 
outraged by, like every American should be, it's it always goes back to Trump. Well, Trump was worse, and they repeat the lie that Trump fought all the way, which he did not. Right. Right. And here you have obvious corruption. Here you have obvious crimes that have been committed by the president and his son and his brother. Nothing. And once again, nothing. Once again, you have the FBI and people in the intelligence community colluding with the Democrats as an arm of the Democrat Party to, you know, really throw this investigation away, trip this investigation into nothingville, just like they did before the 2020 election when they went to Facebook, when they when they went to Twitter and they said Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian misinformation. Right, right. They were engaged not in a true. lie and a cover up at that point. Exactly right. They're doing <clears throat> the same thing. The swamp is doing the same thing with this investigation. Who who in their right mind in an investigating and you follow true crime and all that, who in their right mind their investigating agency would allow the the su- the suspect of a crime to investigate himself? To basically investigate a crime scene. You, you wouldn't let a, a, a criminal charged with a crime back into a crime scene. Absolutely not. I, I you know, just very quickly, I, I agree with you. There's probably lots of field agents that are decent people. I, my ex-father-in-law was an there FBI guy. There's one. Uh, but they need, maybe it's time for somebody to start whistleblowing here. If, if you right. care about your agency at all. Yeah. You know, because people are losing faith in the FBI. I don't have any faith in the FBI. Well, we do have some that are. They talked to Chuck Grassley last year. Oh, that's right. We right. have we have like uh, 30, 20-some-odd, 30 agents who have spoken with Chuck right. Grassley. So maybe something's going to get done there. I agree with Caller Steve and the others who have said, you know what, it's time for them, for the FBI agents just to stand up and say, this is not who I am. Now, it may yeah. cost you your career. Sure. It might. But do you want to stay with an agency that's been corrupted by politics? Exactly right. There you go. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up at Amogee Bank. That's your family bank at Amogee. Yeah, just wonderful. Uh, Nancy and I are customers. It's more like being a, a family when you're, when you're dealing with Amogee because that's how they treat everybody. They treat everybody as family. They have your best interests at heart. They want you to succeed, whether it's your personal finances and you're trusting them to help you with that, loans of credit, lines of credit, loans, things of that nature, new car loan. Maybe it's a you've been thinking about your, your mortgage this year or you want to do some remodeling around the house. They've got money for all that. But it's also, you know, you want to save some, you want to invest some, you, they can help you. But also with your family business, if you're thinking about starting one or you have one now, it's a great thing to do. Multiple streams of income and all that makes a whole lot of sense. And Amogee can help you with direction, advice, uh, legal stuff, all that kind of stuff that can help you along the way. But also with the funding you're going to need for that, particularly if you're going to open up a storefront, something like that, and you need some funding for that. They're always here and always ready to work with your family, your family bank. That's Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Sun and clouds later on today. Not right now, but later on today, that's where we're headed. 46 later, then sunny tomorrow, and 58 and 62 on Saturday. Right now, it's 35, still a little wet out there. Look out, KTSA. Good morning, working a new trouble spot on the south side. And FM 1071. All right, say 20, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, Ware and Rima, KTSA. You want to... This story's been around for a few days, but I heard Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins talking about it, and it's just, it's it's a crime, it's bad, but it's still kind of interesting. It might lighten things up a bit here. Yeah, yeah. Vera Liddell uh, is a person who used to work at a school in Chicago. She was the former director of food services at Harvey School District 152. Um, she is facing charges because over a number of years, 
she stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. Chicken wings? <laughs> How many years? I don't know. I okay. can't. I, I can't really get. Let's see. It was from. That wasn't even a lot. It was two years. So from July 2020 to February 2022. She had a side business. She well, they they can't determine what she did with them. What's it? She would order them, and the thing is, the schools can't serve bone-in chicken wings. So these are boneless. The, no, these these are the bone-in. Oh, so nobody at the school ever took notice that oh, she was I see. ordering. I see. On a weekly basis, yeah. loads of bone-in chicken wings, she had which they day. can't sell. She got a chicken or, wing not, restaurant, not sell, but they can't give them to the kids. Yeah, so nobody knows she nobody knows what she did with them. Oh, I know. Well, she sold them somehow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a million dollars she, worth of chicken wings in two years, girl, baby. Girl had a had a food truck down the road. Yeah, man. she had she something had food going on, truck man. for chicken wings down the road, and you could go down there and get your chicken and, wings but, with the bone. But this is how screwed up our public <laughs> education system is. Nobody raised an eyebrow. Of course ever. not. All these bone-in chicken wings this chick was ordering. Ah, oh, man, for a long time. That used to be the word at Kelly for a long Guys working out at Kelly, man, they got some fine, fine garages at home. Those guys working there on the airplanes, and they get uh-huh. really nice tools that come in. Right. Yeah, and so they buy a tool, and they get they get another one. Uh-huh. Oh, I, two, right, two for right. one special. They sell one, right? And right. then one one goes to the house. So some of those guys got some really nice garages. <laughs> after doing the eight hour loaf out of Kelly, not anymore. This was back in the day. This is not today. It's about look, years ago. It was always a common, commonly known thing, man. But could you imagine, you know, being in prison mm. and uh, some hardcore chick is like, uh, yeah, I killed three people. What? <laughs> What are you here for, sweetheart? I stole chicken. Chicken wings. Right, I stole the chicken. I was the great chicken wing thief of uh, mm-hmm. of uh, of Chicago, of, of uh, Harvey, Illinois. Don't you mess with me, because I'll cut you with a chicken wing. How do you even come up with that? How do you even co- well? How do you even come up with that as a plan? You know, what oh I mean? come on, man, they come up with some weird stuff. That would be, oh, well, I guess especially so, in bureaucracies like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those procurement officers and all that, they can get away with that all day. Well, yeah. okay, I, let me give you an example. He's the director, guy, right? I, you see that. See that door right there? That right. paint is kind of a gray paint, right? Right. So I had a guy come in here one day who was a procurement officer, and there was a nick on there, right? Mm-hmm. And so he told me back in the day, I don't know if it's still the case anymore, but back in the day what they would do, instead of saying, hey, get some paint and paint over that nick, little bitty nick, right. they'd take the whole door off, get a whole new door. <laughs> because they had to spend X amount over what they got this year, or they didn't get it again for next year. Right. So let's put a whole new door on there. Well, what are you going to do with that door? That's a perfectly good door. Well, I'm going to take it and sell it. I'm going to sell it. You got I'm that I'm going to go down to Home Depot I'm in the parking lot. I'm a door store. <laughs> I got a door store. See? And that's how this stuff goes on. Wow. So Miss Chicken Wing here, she had a food truck somewhere. <laughs> she had a chicken wing selling business somewhere. <laughs> she <sure> did. <laughs> now, but who buys, like, black market chicken wings? You know what I mean? When you can just go to the HEB and buy them. Well, I, th- I think that, <clears throat> I, I think she she might have been cooking them up herself. Maybe. But it's kind of a funny little case. It is funny. It, I mean, it's, it's funny, but I mean, it's still crime. It's is like, she in jail don't do now? This. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah, she's, she's been arrested. So That's where she ought been, to be. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, she, was, she placed unauth- unauthorized orders for a total of 11,000 cases. <laughs> Of chicken wings. You know what? That $1. is $1.5 million. 11,000 cases is a good Saturday at John Sadie's house. That is a good... John, your buddy? Yeah. <laughs> he, he can cook 11,000 cases of chicken right, wings. Right, right. 
And and, and I, I still say bone is the way to go, but I have no problem with boneless. I have no problem. We're not going to get like, that argument. Well, I like, now, if I'm getting me some Shersh's chicken, yeah. now I'll go through a bucket of chicken. Yeah. When it comes to wings, though, yeah. I just want to dip it and eat it. It's, <laughs> I agree. It's always the best way to do it. I want to dip it and eat it. And now, is, is Church's your brand? Is that where you go? Yes. I, I, I probably would we, if there's one closer to the house. We have one right down the street. See, uh, God, right down you. the street, baby. There used to be one right over here on Austin Highway, sat in the middle of a parking lot. No, mm-hmm. you couldn't go inside. You had to order, walk up to the window and order, oh, yeah. take your chicken yeah, and there's, go. You, there's no seats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Well, man. and I, you know, now so since we're good. talking about chicken, yeah. I, I was a KFC guy for a lot of years, you yeah. know, but man, once I started eating that churches, there's yeah. just something about it, No, man. it's good, man. The, and the jalapenos. Really good. Yeah. I like the jalapenos. Closest thing to us is bushes, but here's the problem. It's gotten stupid expensive. Has it? Yeah, stupid. I bet so. Stupid. Just dumb, man. Wow. And so I don't, you know, we cook at home. No, everything's gotten expensive. I mean, we were uh, we had to go pick up some stuff again yesterday from the HEB, and I'm just looking at the prices. Everything's two and three times what it used to cost. Remember I told you Nancy had done uh, chicken and dumplings the day before? Because it's cold, cold yeah, weather yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Well, she did some chili yesterday with cornbread. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to hit it again it in good. about an hour. I'm eating soups for the next. I know. Five. I just eat soups. I, I had me some lobster biscuit. Well, when you get done <laughs> with this, the four of us here on the show are going to take you out and buy you the biggest chicken fried steak and smother it in uh, gravy, baby. I love me some chicken fried steak and gravy, eggs, man. Gravy, then gravy. we're going to Tip Top. Tip we could. Top. We could do that. I ain't or never Alamo. been to Tip Top. Alamo Cafe, either one. We go well, Deweese's Tip Top or Alamo Cafe, either one. If he's never been to Tip Top, we have to take him there. You've never been to Tip Top? No, I've never been. To, oh. to, is that where they serve the really ridiculously large one that people can't? Pretty big. It's pretty. There's there's some people big attempt ones. But Jones got a huge one, right? Well, wait to his, see. His the, is huge, isn't it? The pies over at Tip Top. The pies. The pies. Oh, are yeah, big great. pies. Yep. Homemade. All right, let's break for the news because you guys done made me hungry. I got to hit the candy <laughs> machine. Where and Ryan coming back? KTSA. Hi, it's Trey Ware for the fan. Who dat? Who dat on that guitar? I think we all know. That's a great tune, man. That's a good guitar riff. Yeah. Who dat? Who played that guitar? That's George Hassan. You got that right. Don't ever forget that. One of my favorites. People didn't give him the credit for being a guitar player that he really, really was. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was good. Especially with slide guitar, mm. and, uh, you know, he can make a slide guitar do anything. <clears throat> um, I was telling Don <clears throat> this morning, because I sent him Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jeff Healy doing um, oh, I, Look at Little Sister. I saw that. Have you seen that? I think I saw you. Uh, yeah, I've seen and that video. Healy st- stands up. He's blind. Right. So he sat down to play his guitar, but he stands up and dances around. A blind man. Killing it. It's the only time I've ever seen Stevie Ray Vaughan intimidated by another guitar. <laughs> wow. Player. It's like, okay, all right, I'll kneel down. <laughs> That's funny. Let's talk uh, AI for just a minute. Sure. You want to do that? Sure. Not new, and, and this is just fascinating to me now, but there's some news about it. And some you'd probably find interesting. They are now going back, not, not that you support it, but find it interesting. They are going back and now making movies using AI to what they call de-age the actors. They hmm. did it a couple of years ago to De Niro, where they de-aged the his face, yeah. the Irishman. But his 60-some-odd-year-old body was not cooperating with his <laughs> young face, so he still, body-wise, he still moved like right. he was old. The AI looked really, or the, uh, the de-aging looked really bad in that movie. Correct. Yeah. They're about to do it with Tom Hanks. Oh. Except 
the difference is the technology has come so far right. that it's going to be in real time. So he's going to look much, much younger, move much, much younger, but it's all done while he's actually acting in the scene. So it's That's interesting. Kind of creepy. So Candace Owens, we all know her. She right. did a segment on her show yesterday about this. She says, absolutely terrifying what's happening with, with – uh, it's fascinating, incredible, but terrifying. Because she was able to, and this is true of, of all the AI that's out there now, she took a sample of Matt Walsh, who works with her at the Daily Wire. Mm-hmm. She took a sample of his voice and then wrote basically a couple of words, and a script was written for her, and she used – Matt Walsh's voice to read that script that Matt Walsh was not even anywhere near there. You see what I'm saying? Well, it's a it's whole gotten, script. It's gotten very seamless to where you wouldn't be able to tell that it's not him. And and it sounded, she played it on her show yesterday, it sounded just like him reading a script. And she didn't even write the script. The AI wrote the script. She just put a couple of words in. The AI wrote the script, and then it went and got Matt Walsh's voice and read that script, <clears throat> and it sounded just like Matt Walsh doing it. Well... It's the uh, uh, it's scary for obvious reasons. You could uh, fake somebody saying something, something or doing something, uh, because the AI, the, the the digital technology has gotten so seamless. I mean, there there was a guy who actually went over the Irishman with his own program and improved it. Yeah, you can't tell the difference between the De Niro he <coughs> created and the De Niro from The Godfather Part Two in the early seventies. Yeah. you couldn't tell the difference at all. So. You've got this other guy, and the, the, all these people play in this world of video games and everything, yeah. and they all have yeah. their names, their monikers yeah. and everything. Avatars. And- Avatars and names, yeah. So this guy uh, had gone to uh, Pornhub, and an <laughs> ad popped up on Pornhub, and he clicked on it, and he created uh, sexual creatures or people with the, uh, out of the people that he interacts with on the video games, right? <laughs> So he took their faces right. and put them on porn actresses in in porn scenes, right. and that's what he was watching. But it was not the girl that he took the picture from. So here, conceivably what could happen is somebody could go onto your Facebook page, take your face off, right. your, off and put you on a porn actor, and now you're in a porn movie. And they're doing this with, with real actors and actresses, where they go and they take these famous actresses and they put their right. faces on these figures that are performing in porn. And now you've got a, it's called a deep fake. Deep fake, yeah. yeah. And, and that's scary stuff because, again, it's the technology has gotten so seamless that you really can't tell. For, for the most part, you could always, up until this point, you could tell when, you know, somebody was inserting somebody else's head on somebody else's body as far as, you know, right. stuff. Because people were doing that as, to be funny for a few years. Right. But now it's gotten so refined. And when you start, when you consider, when you fold in the AI quotient, which is now the AI program can think for you and speak for you. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And respond for you. Conceivably, if you think about it, you could think you were talking to a live human being like a Zoom call. Right. And it's not them at all. Uh, it, it doesn't. It's, a, it's an entity that doesn't even right. exist. Right. So one of the things that Candace brought up yesterday, and we know, I know we've talked about it before. Anything like this that comes out, the government had first shot at it. So she said, you know, we believe, and she's done some research into this, going to do some more. She said, we believe, we don't know for sure, but we believe that like the CIA, FBI, all these governmental agencies, they had this stuff years oh, ago. I would guarantee it. And that some of these phone calls, like on nine eleven. 
and some of the people that called and said, I love you and, you know, have a good life and all that weren't really people that were calling and saying that, that they were computer-generated people. She said, I'm not sure about that, but that's what, that's what we're finding out. Because people are now coming forward and saying, my husband would have never called me darling. But he called and said, hey, darling, weird. Uh, you know, have a good life. You know, that kind of, I love you, have a good life, or whatever. So anyway. That was 20 years ago. That seems hard to believe. It, it really be does. 20 years ago. But you never know, right? right. So anyway, so th- that's kind of freaky. And then I come across this story now that Amazon is currently increasing their automation to a tremendous extent. They have 1.6 million employees at Amazon. But it's becoming harder and harder every day to hire new employees and get mm. new people in there. Right. So they're replacing them with computers, robots, AI. And in just a few short years, probably around five years, they will have more robots than human beings. Well, this is... Uh Isn't that crazy? The brave new world we're stumbling into and we're... Uh, I forget who said it, uh, but just because you have the technology doesn't mean you should use it. Elon. Elon. He was talking about ethics and, and artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of nefarious stuff, obviously, you could do. Not to mention the AI could eventually take over for itself. You, you and I watched, you, you turned me on to that documentary about social media several a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, at that point, they were saying that these algorithms are, and you said this the other day about uh, uh, some of this newer stuff, they're, they're teaching each other how to be better algorithms. The computers you know, the computers are, themselves are teaching each other. Are within social media, mm-hmm. are improving on their own. Right. And the, the operators who normally are sort of watching everything and, and directing these algorithms started to see that they changes were occurring that they themselves didn't do or instigate right. or initiate. Right. Scary stuff. Well, man. what happened was back in the day with computers, it was garbage in, garbage out. So whatever you put in is what you got out. Computer only, it's like a big calculator. Could, you you got to put information in. Couldn't right. think. We taught computers how to think. <laughs> and we taught computers how to be creative. And the difference right. between a, a creative computer and a human being is the computer has no limits on their creativity. So now that they're thinking, and they're thinking as creative beings, if you will, now they're going out and talking to other computers. <laughs> I know this is weird, but it's, no, it's, no, it's no, true. It's, 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 it's happening. It's, it's, it's the world. path we're on. And what, what, does a, what does a computer not have, though? Ethics or morals? <laughs> well, that's right. That, that is the pro- well, so and, like, They have no empathy. They have no emotion. Because that's the, that, that is the crux of all this. So, right. so while this could be used for so much good, and in the healthcare industry, I was telling you about robotics. So before 5G was around, it was really hard for a doctor in New York to operate on somebody in L.A. without getting on an airplane and flying sure. out there. Because it was just one of those deals where if he moved his arms in New York, the robot in L.A. wouldn't move until it's minutes later. a lag time. Lag right. time delay. Now, with that, that delay is gone. So you could have the world, you're, you're going to have surgery next week. You could have the world's best internist. He might be in Hawaii. World's best internist might be in Hawaii. He could operate oh, yeah. on you from mm-hmm. Hawaii, laying you on a table. And this is real world. It's happening now. Sure. This is not future stuff. It's it's happening right now. It's, it's a real deal. So that's the good that come out can come out of it. The bad is, let's just say you're going into a divorce, okay? Mm. And there's some contest about this divorce, and you really want the custody of the kids, and you want X amount of dollars per month. Well, all you got to do is create your ex, your soon-to-be ex, 
in some sort of really compromising position. Hitting the kid or, or maybe in a, an affair. Sexual had, thing, right, right, right. some sort of crime or you something could, like that uh, uh, with a could, deep fake. Sure. It's not them. They didn't commit the crime. But all you got to do is introduce that to the judge and say, this is why I ought to have the kids. Or, or whatever. Con- right. Or consider a politician that yes, you want to get rid of. That's the first uh, one I thought Wow. Of. You know, here's a video of this politician in a hotel room. That's the first one I thought of. a prostitute doing crack. That's the first one I thought of. Or a CEO. Or a you CEO. Know, ma- major corporation. Anybody that you would want to get rid of. Uh-huh. That's yeah. scary stuff. They're, they're going to have to come up with programs that can detect it. You're going to have to invent additional programs now. AI, maybe AI programs. Maybe like... I hate to say good AI programs that could be able to sniff that out. You know what I mean? It's going to be tough. But that's this is look, this is the where the technology's going. And it's where we are. It's where because, we are. Because it's not one of those deals where we're ten foil hat thinking oh, no, this is the future. This is reality. This is happening now. Well, I mean it, it and, and just look at what a and I obviously see a lot of video games. I don't play them, but you know, they're always going on in my house. And so you look at what a video game looks like now and even what it looked like five years ago. And you can see the difference. Well, they're becoming, at some point, you won't even need actors in movies and TV shows. Check this out. So on the Amazon story, them replacing all the human beings with robots right. at Amazon, for every cumulative doubling in the number of robots produced, the cost declines at, to the business hmm. 50 to 60% range. <laughs> oh, so when you tell a bean counter who owns a company, I'm going to save you 50 to 60% off the bottom line immediately by all this automation and this kind of stuff, these AI and these robots, that's real attractive to a bean counter. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Wall Street will eat that up all day long. Absolutely. So anyway. All right, quick break. More Warren and Rhyme. We'll wrap it up next. Lifestyles Unlimited is your real estate company to teach you how to invest in real estate. That's what they do. They teach people how to, the tricks of the trade, if you will, on investing in real estate and making money while you're investing in real estate. A lot of people go out on their own. They just buy a house or two or whatever, and they try to rent it out and all that. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a way to income, to generate income that can last your lifetime and into the lifetime of your children and grandchildren. But you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to know how to work it. And when you do know how to work it and when you begin to work it, they can set you on a path to retire in five years or less and then have some lifetime income coming your way. I told you about a friend of mine I had coffee with the other morning that did exactly that. He was in the radio business. He retired from radio. Now he kind of fiddles in radio a little bit, but he's not dependent on any of that. He's got this thing going with Lifestyles Unlimited in the real estate market that he's got. He's making good, good, I'm serious money at it. So I want you to find out more. Log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Use my name as your promo code for special discounts. That's where, W-A-R-E. Everybody's talking about regenerative medicine today because...